This is a story about a dude named Lane. He moved to the mainland and bought one place to stay. And then one day he went and tried to rent them out. And then he became one real investor man. Hey guys, Lane with the Simple Passive Casual Podcast. Reminder, make sure you go to the Investor Club online at simplepassivecashflow.com backslash club and sign up for that. We've got some uh, deals coming through the pipeline here shortly. And it's a way to building a connection with myself. And, you know, we talk about your situation, get to know each other and you know, book a, a nice call there, a real short call to get to know each other. And, you know, I try and it's not a sales pitch. It's just a way for me to get to know a lot of you a little bit better. Recently, um, a lot of tax things have been coming out from the, the Jobs Act. And um, this one thing called the Opportunity Fund Zone tax benefit came out here. It sort of operates like a 1031 exchange. I did some research on it and I just kind of wanted to uh, share some of my research with you folks. Of course, I'm not a CPA or attorney, so just putting this out there and to help inspire some other ideas. So of course, like always, get your professional on board with whatever you're doing. And um, it's just another public service announcement. Our good friends at AHP, American Home Preservation, they are going to be doing their uh, fun is opening up. They're not doing it at 12% because unfortunately it was uh, too good at that price and they're uh, bring, opening it up at 10% now. But I, I still think for that sort of liquidity and um, you know, for investing in non-performing notes where your, a lot of your investment is sort of in a hard tangible asset, I don't think you can go wrong for your, uh, your sort of your on deck circle as I call it. I always got some money in there ready to go in case I kind of get low on liquidity and what I'll do is I'll take a draw from there and put it into a deal as I let my cash reserves build up. But anyway, that's uh, investinhp.com is the, the landing page there. Or if you want to read more and watch some webinars I did about HP, go to simplepassivecashflow.com backslash AHP. It's simplepassivecashflow.com backslash AHP. So on to this opportunity fund zone tax benefits. So an opportunity zone or we'll call it an OZ, is a tax-favored investment for people with capital gains. And in this environment, here in uh, 2018, a lot of people have, have it because, I mean, look, it's been a bull market for pretty much the last 10 years. This would be probably a good opportunity to take some of these gains off the table. So if you want to look at the tax code yourself, um, there are six pages dedicated to this in the 2017 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. The goal of this is to encourage long-term investments in low-income communities across the United States. Now, every major city has some of these OZs. The, there's even like a little sliver in like Manhattan. Um, in, I think it's around Hell's Kitchen. It's like a two block by two block radius. Um, you guessed that all of Detroit is pretty much an OZ and a uh, lot large portions of Baltimore. But you know, places like Texas, you'll have a lot of slivers here, slivers there. I mean, it's kind of acts like kind of like finger, so, you know, kind of for no for no good reason. Um, you know, certain places are OZ, in my opinion. Um, again, this is Congress and it's a federal program. So, you know, you kind of throw all logic out the window. So you can check out where these are on the uh, the government websites, just Google uh, Opportunity Zones. We'll have some links in the show notes if you go to the simplepassivecashflow.com. And, um, you know, the cool thing about these Opportunity Zones is that unlike 1031 exchanges, 
what they're saying is that you can exchange non-like-kind assets. So yes, you can exchange stuff in your stocks or your you know take take some withdrawals from your 401k and put it into these opportunity zone projects. And if you're sleeping at the wheel, that was the last thing I said was very important. Of course, check with your CPA because a lot of these guidances are still being created, but I just thought I'd bring these to your attention. So that the catch is after you're selling your appreciated asset, you have 180 days, very similar to the 1031, to go into the next deal. Public service announcement, guys. For all the non-folks news and commentary not found on this podcast, go to simplepassivecashflow.com backslash club and sign up for the Hui Du Pipeline Club to get the newsletter with the latest happenings as I make the journey to Simple Passive Cashflow. So what I'm doing, like I said, a lot of the, um, the single families homes that I originally had, I had about 11 of them originally. I'm up down to about five. Um, I've been pretty much aggressively selling them this year. If I look back in the last 180 days, I, I think a few of them sold in the beginning of the year, so they're not eligible. But a f- at least a few of them, my properties I sold are, and I can look up the, the appreciated basis on that and some of the benefit from that. Again, a lot of my deals I did at 1031 previously, which you can look back in the show notes how I exchanged two properties for nine. Probably just Google 1031 on simplepassivecashflow.com is finding that article. Here's some of the nuances on this opportunity zone deal. The, the longer you hold on, the more benefit you get. And it, it goes up to full power in 10 years. So a few notes here. Number one, you defer your original capital gain tax obligations until 2026 or until you sell that opportunity zone investment. Note two here, you get a discount of 10 or 15% on the taxable amount of your original gains. If you hold more than five years, your original capital gain decreases by 10%. Note three here, if you hold 10 years or more, you'll pay no capital gains tax on the appreciation. So high level here, what they're doing is they're trying to keep, have you keep it for a, a bit, you know, 10 years. Um, that may not be in your time horizon. You may be a more of a fix and flip person, one to three year time horizon. Or I like the, the five to eight year time holds. I think that's a good amount of time to be in an asset and not to be like flip flopping into deal to deal too often. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of nuances in here and a lot of these tax codes are ever changing as we get more guidance from Congress. Unlike the 1031 exchange where you have to go through an annoying intermediary, you don't need to do that for this, it appears. You can just sort of self-certify on your tax return. It's sort of the, uh, the trust system that when the tax returns come, there's, they're likely to be just a checkbox. Hey, are you putting money into this fund opportunity zone? And then there'll be some other mechanism that your tax attorney has to do. There's no minimum investment on this. So, like I said, some of these items are very unclear. And this is where you really should consult your CPA. All the kids these days are investing in the latest fad like tech or cryptocurrency. If I had learned anything these past few years watching the wealthy is that they invest in the most boring stuff and the basic commodities. What is more of a necessity than coffee? To learn more about this boring investment, check out simplepassivecashflow.com backslash coffee. Some of the, the IRS has these uh, opportunity 
fun zone frequently asked questions pages, which I think is really useful as a starting point. And I would Google resources, um, these terms like community development fund institutions fund or CDFI fund map for short. There you can see the actual maps and you can get a, get a sense of where these opportunity zones are. A lot of people, they, they get all up in arms and um, they get really excited about these types of, you know, these opportunities. But remember, spending $100 to save 20 bucks is not a wise idea. Just like buying a rental property next to the grandma's house because you travel there, a lot of specifics are being played out at the moment. But it's an intriguing argument to go into already good investment. You know, it, it, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't change your underwriting by any means or, you know, your projections on your returns, but just know that, you know, there's a good chance of getting some favorable tax treatment out of this at the end of the day. Some of the, uh, another good ideas for you folks is, you know, go look at that opportunity zone map on the website there. Again, CDFI fund map and find the smaller slivers of the OZ areas. And, you know, if you were to, if this is a, a opportunity zone, maybe buy like right on the line here. Um, this concept of buying a lot on the line of, you know, progression and gentrification is a way of, you know, you're always sort of on that, that you're buying cheap and you're kind of in the process um, or in the movement of progress. Um, this is, uh, you know, it's kind of a no brainer when you think about it, but you know, something a lot of people fail to do. And, you know, you have these maps and you, you see where the money is going into or where the government wants the money to go to. So you can be on the forefront of this. And this fund zone thing isn't going away. It's scheduled to finish the year 2026. Now, I don't know if they're going to extend it or this is going to be a, you know, a long-term thing going on into the next decades, but it's here for the next 10 years, supposedly. And for you apartment investors out there, here's a little nasty rumor that's also floating around that I've been kind of uncovering. One of the rumors suggests that we might not qualify for the opportunity fund zone for those of us buying a stabilized property or property that's there because it has something to do with the uh, the only part that's eligible to qualify will be, you know, the basis or greater than. So I've got a um, little fact sheet on the website, bullpassivecashflow.com. You probably... Google opportunity fund zone on there to uncover that. But yeah, just, uh, you know, all kinds of things out there. I guess, you know, if you read this document, uh, whether it's true or not, I guess what they're saying is only people developing, you know, buying land for like $1 and putting a million or $2 million of improvements are going to get that fund as opposed to, um, you know, people buying an apartment building for $5 million and putting in a million dollars of CapEx. I don't think that's, was the intention or the spirit of the law. So we'll see how things uh, unravel as Congress moves along. But, you know, since it is our government and stranger things have been done in the past. Uh, also, um, if you guys are interested in coffee, we're going to be doing a quick 30-minute question and answer live session. Please email me at, uh, for access to that. I've got some other cool resources for who we do Pipeline Club members. Make sure you sign up simplepassivecashflow.com backslash club. Uh, another resource on Opportunity Fund Zone is in the show notes of this article. And um, if you are a Huey investor, please email me for a secret um, tip sheet on these zones. And we'll see you guys next time.
This website offers very general information concerning real estate for investment purposes. Every investor situation is unique. Always seek the services of licensed third-party appraisers and inspectors to verify the value and condition of any property you intend to purchase. Use the services of professional title and escrow companies and licensed tax, investment, and or legal advisor before relying on any information contained herein. Information is not guaranteed as in every investment there is risk. The content found here is just my opinion and things change and I reserve the right to change my mind. Above all else, do your own analysis and think for yourself because in the end, you are the only person who is going to look out for your best interests.